I had my 2014 Xbox. I had my laptop, which would get flaming hot within like five minutes. And I would prop it up on some like boxes from my trash to just cool it off. I didn't know anything, but I knew how to go live. But right away, I got hooked on like the interaction with just people, having all these people in the chat. And at the time it wasn't much, I was averaging like maybe like 10 viewers, you know what I mean? But I was, you know, talking to these people and having fun and like, it just was, it brought this whole new dynamic to my life that was like super fulfilling. I was telling him, I'm like, dude, you should like use this TikTok thing and make some funny videos. Like he'd be perfect. And he was like, dude, you are literally like making TikToks out of your stories. Like you should do this too. So we pretty much started the exact same day and for about two months, every day, we'd be posting random stuff, no idea what niche to post in or anything like that. No idea what we're doing. And every day we'd discuss, you know, our findings this hashtag FYP, does that work? Like, do you, did this video not do well? Cause I didn't put that. Like there's certain companies that think, yeah, he's a gamer or like they try to like categorize you as like a gamer. But in reality, dude, like I work out probably more than I game. As far as being a creator, I always embody that with being able to create a multitude of different types of content. You know, if you need a video, you need me to be on video. You need me to record a video. You need me to edit a video, like whatever it is, just embodying. That's what I feel like embodies a true content creator. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Becoming a Creator podcast. Today, I am joined by Big Rob Energy. He is quickly growing across Twitch, YouTube, TikTok. You probably have seen his face. He has millions of views across all of this, even his last one. We'll talk about some of this today. It's going to be an epic episode as well as on top of working on some other businesses. I've been a big fan of your content. I've seen it popping up on my TikTok feed. It was the first time I saw it. And uh, I instantly followed you with all the the jokes and the humor and everything that you're bringing to it. it is awesome, man. So yeah, so to have you on. Dude, I appreciate that a lot. Like this is a, actually a huge honor to be on this podcast. I'm stoked to be here and yeah, just glad to do this. First, I like to start with a couple just rapid fire questions. Okay. I saw that you're a big fan of Post Malone. Yeah. If Post Malone was a character in a video game, which game should it be? I think a, like a wrestling game. Ooh. I can see him in like a WWE game. I feel like he would look good with that. Yeah. Especially with the stats and everything, you know, he, he looks good yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could just see him uh, with his personality shining the most probably in a game like that. It weapons the people's asses, so. You have so many different hats for the skits and everything you do. Yeah. <laughs> in, in your TikToks are constantly changing them. You've got a Dodgers hat, Yankees hat, yeah. Giants hat, Oakland's yeah. hat. Pick one baseball team right now. What's yours on the record? I grew up near Seattle. So I think no matter what, I'll always cheer for the Mariners, no matter what. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really followed baseball. Like it's been years and I grew sure. up playing baseball, but like, I just fell out of love with like the, you know, the entertainment side of it. I don't consume it for like entertainment, sure. but anything Seattle does, I'm always rooting for them. You know, obviously I have a Sonic shirt on. That was my team. They got stolen. And so now I'm just like a LeBron guy, but I guess I would say Mariners. If I had to like, you know, if I wanted to see anybody win a world series. There it definitely. is. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, now that we're warmed up a bit. I do want to talk a bit more about your content and your journey through this. Your streaming journey in particular started in 2020. So yeah. I guess, tell me about how you decided to pursue this as a passion, especially, you know, with all the entrepreneurial things that you've been working on in so many different areas. My like full-time job and still to this day is to help other businesses with social media. And I was hoping this one gym opened up in town. The guy at the gym, who was like my age, he was like the son of the owners. He was saying like, Hey, my brother streams and plays games and does all this stuff. And you should like look into it. 
You know what I mean? I feel like you have the personality. I feel like you could you could do what he's doing, like no doubt. So I went out and I bought like a legit like gaming headset. I never had anything like that. I had a mic. I already had a nice camera. So I had that because I was using that for work. But then as far as streaming went, like I had my 2014 Xbox. I had my laptop, which would get flaming hot within like five minutes. And I would prop it up on some like boxes from my trash to just cool it off. I didn't even know what RAM was. I didn't know anything, but I knew how to go live. I have a background in graphic design. So I was able to like design all my stuff. And that was a really fun process. And then I would go live. I was playing Call of Duty. I think Modern Warfare 19 like just came out. So I was playing that. And I, every single night I was like, yeah, if anybody wants to jump in the game, like, I don't care. Like just jump in and we'll just play some like multiplayer and, and mess around. And right away I got hooked on like the interaction with just people. Cause in yeah. my day to day, I work from my house. I don't really interact with people that much having all these people in the chat. And at the time it wasn't much, I was averaging like maybe like 10 viewers, you know what I mean? Sure. But I was you know talking to these people and having fun. And like, it just was, it brought this whole new dynamic to my life that was like super fulfilling and I just really enjoyed it. I just kept it going. I literally don't think I've ever had a stream where afterwards I felt like it was either like a waste of time or it went poorly or whatever. Like every single stream, I feel this overwhelming feeling of like, I just love this. Like it's yeah. so fun. How did that translate then to you creating your TikTok or, or did that come before or after? Like how did that turn into doing all these skits and all this comedy around it? And like, it yeah. seems like it's so much more than even just what you're explaining for your sake of your streams. Yeah, totally. So in 2019, I started using TikTok. But the only reason I got into it is because one of my friends told me to get on it. So I used to run a fitness company and we did that for about five years, like four and a half years. And I was building a name kind of in the fitness world. I had my Instagram at the time I had 42,000 followers, all fitness related. And on my stories, I would always post like goofy stupid shit. It was never like this is how to work out, but the views were there cuz the followers were there, so it was like, you know, it's fun. And I told my one buddy who's like a super funny dude, shout out to Big E. We're very similar in a lot of ways. I was telling him, I'm like, dude, you should like use this TikTok thing and make some funny videos. Like he'd be perfect. And he's like, dude, you are literally like making TikToks out of stories. Like you should do this too. So we pretty much started the exact same day. Yeah, late 2019, we started the exact same day and for about 2 months Every day we'd be posting random stuff, no idea what niche to post in or anything like mm -hmm. that. No idea what we're doing, just posting random stuff. And every day we'd discuss, you know, our findings, right? We'd be like, yo, I think this hashtag might work. Like this hashtag FYP, does that work? Like, do you, did this video not do well? Cause I didn't put that. So there was one point where I had 300 followers and this was the first big video I ever got. And I also realized at this time how powerful this platform truly was. And I had 300 followers. Logan Paul was going to box KSI. Like when somebody would win in a UFC fight, they'd always show like one slow-mo punch or something, you know, on the replay. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting for that replay in his fight. Cause I knew that was going to happen at some point. There was like a big hit and I was like, here we go. This is like the video. And I was waiting for the slow-mo. I recorded it as they did it and trimmed the video and stuff. Posted that, that video got, I think it hit like a million views. And I went from, I went from 300 followers to 3000 overnight. And I remember being in bed, like every refresh, like, 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 you know, like, yeah, 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 I was yeah, like yeah. what is this? This is so sick. And it was like, follow, follow, follow. I don't know who those people were, you know, None yeah. of them are probably around anymore, but, but I realized right then and there, like the power of this app and what this could potentially do. I still had no idea what to post, 
I've always subscribed to the notion of like, if I've done something, I can do it again because mm -hmm. I, I just did it. I just proved to myself that it's possible. I can replicate anything if I can do it at least once. And I just, I've always had that in the back of my mind, pretty much probably when the pandemic hit and I just found myself playing a lot of Call of Duty and I was playing a lot of that. And I was like, what if I just you know joke about video games at one point? Cause I think I was just doing that a lot, like just playing games a lot. And then the reactions were there and stuff. And I was like, okay, people actually like this stuff. I'm just going to keep going with it and having fun. And I just kind of kept doing that. I feel like at least you've been honing your craft at it of what you're doing for sure. I mean, the yeah. past two months in particular, You've been killing it. Even, you know, you posted, you got 15 million views in a month on YouTube alone, let yeah. alone, you know, the other part, like that is, that is mind blowing numbers. What's led to your success, I guess, on YouTube in particular, if anything, like, have you changed the way that you approach it even versus how you focus on TikTok? Like, how are you focusing differently on it? If you are actually nowadays, my mindset's definitely changed. There was a period of time where I wanted to do certain things with brands or do certain things with orgs or whatever but i always knew in the back of my mind that like youtube is my weak link so youtube became a big focus right then i think my third short i ever posted hit like a million views and Jeez. it was kind of the same thing as tiktok i saw that and i was like wait a sec <laughs> like let's go but a lot for a long time i didn't i wasn't posting shorts because right i always had this thing in my head where it was like you're not a real youtuber unless you're just posting long form videos and i wanted the like aesthetic of my page to look a certain mm -hmm. way and i didn't i didn't want to be like a tiktok guy on youtube you're holding thing. yourself back yeah for some reason i got those views or whatever two youtube shorts every single day more and more videos started catching on and youtube as you probably know like once you get you know a youtube video doing well and they like they like you the algorithm it's like you just keep posting and like you'll see probably better results so I was just doing that and I kind of got over the whole, like, I'm just not going to post. I don't want to be a shorts guy. Cause once you see the subs coming in, you're like, wait a sec. I still have, <laughs> I still have a hundred more videos to post. Like, let's go. It was like the most exciting thing. It still is super exciting, but leading up to today, my mindset is still like YouTube is the priority. If I know something's trending in the call of duty world, especially on YouTube, I make a TikTok for that topic for youtube i'm not making it for tiktok is great like i hope it does well but the youtube channel is just like by far the priority how do you kind of balance then you even seeing those numbers seeing the growth seeing the even the multiple platforms you working on all this content i guess with staying grounded in your life outside of the internet as well i try to work out probably first thing in the morning that makes a huge difference to me i do that and i feel completely different afterwards i feel fresh my mind's clear like getting that out of my way uh, fitness being such a big part of my life i do think about it all day until i do it my other job like helping people businesses out like i have like five different clients that i do social media work for um, i also do content creation for work for them so, like going into like a, there's a local flooring store for example i go in there i do photo shoots of all their flooring products but like no one knows that sure. i do that a couple car dealerships that i work for and yeah you just kind of do a big bulk load of that luckily with social media you can like schedule a lot of posts so i may sacrifice an entire day to scheduling posts for a whole week which i'm doing to free myself up so i can have time to make some content i also don't really make any kind of content like when my wife's home so i value our time together a, a lot but yeah it's definitely not easy i mean there's you yeah. know and then even just coming up with an idea is is pretty tough i think personally that's the hardest part is just coming up with an actual like good concept i'm i'm pretty confident i can like execute things pretty well at this point 
but coming up with a good idea is that's where like that's tough dude i've spoken with a lot of creators and that that's always something is like whether everybody's got so much different things going on in their life in general right and how do you balance between all of these things there's always going to yeah. be things that are hard and it's like that is the push that you are making to figure out even if it looks like it's just this casual thing that you're making this easy video or whatever you still yeah. have to come up with the idea execute all of these different things behind it so it's just it's interesting to hear your perspective even on that even with that you tweeted that you know you wanted to go and even mentioned earlier you want to go full-time with content creation have that be your focus by 2023 yeah i mean what are some of your goals to get there biggest thing for me obviously is like a financial security you know you may have a great week but i have no idea what's gonna happen next week i can make more money than i have in months in a week but i don't know what's gonna i may never get another deal you know i don't know and i have a, a wife and you know a mortgage and it's just like a, a different dynamic. So where I'm at in my life right now, like I just would need that financial security to know that, you know, things are going to be good. Just kind of waiting for the, the right opportunity. I, I actually signed with a management company like a few months ago, probably the best decision I've made throughout my content creation <laughs> career. Is that been a help just to save you time in what you're doing or what, what's been the biggest help from that? Yeah, time. The, I think the biggest thing is being able to connect in some way to these brands where I would have no idea how to, who to even reach out to or who to talk to or how to even get in touch with them or whatever. These guys just have the ability to make that happen. You sure. know what I mean? And, and that is just so valuable to me. We're pretty close to some opportunities right now that may allow me to go full time, like, you know, pretty soon. So it's a really exciting time. So I'm pretty much like just pedal to the metal with everything going on right now and trying to really make that at some point, it's going to be like a risk. It's going to be like, okay, we need to yeah. just full send this whole thing. But I've taken humongous risks in my career before. And I just know that's kind of a part of life, dude. I mean, yeah. nothing's ever going to be super easy. There's never going to be the perfect time. None of that kind of stuff. So you've had transitions in the past. For this transition, do you think that makes it easier? The experience you've even had in the past to do something? The risk I took in the past, which is when I left my corporate job, it's probably the craziest decision I ever made. If you go to my YouTube channel, there's actually, a, I made like a life story video, which is still my favorite video to this day, because I think it's so important for creators to have a video just giving more context into who they are as a person and not just me seeing me like as a war zone guy. It's like, who am I? Like, what am I actually into? In that video, I explain, I go over like this time in my life where I had this corporate job where I uh, didn't like my boss at all. Like what I just knew I, I shouldn't be there. Like this is just a, a waste of my time. And yeah. I made the decision one day to uh, just quit. I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it. I was at work and I, I packed up my entire office and nobody even realized it. And I left, it was on a Friday and I called him. I think he was traveling. I just told him I'm done. He went insane on the phone. It was crazy. <laughs> my wife, my wife had no idea that I was quitting my job. <laughs> we had bought a house a couple of weeks before that. And we just got married about a month before oh my that. Gosh. So it was like, <laughs> Let's go it was an, I literally have like goosebumps, like talking <laughs> about this right now, dude. It was a, it was an insane time of my life. I remember before I called him on the phone, I drank like a half a bottle of vodka. Like it was, yeah, dude, it was like such a crazy thing in my life, dude. It was such a gnarly thing, yeah. but it ended up being the, like one of the best decisions. So making a decision like that, I can't imagine any other decisions are probably going to be that insane. I'm a little more calculated nowadays, but <laughs> sure. well, hopefully, I mean, you, yeah. you still learn from that though, right? Like even going For through sure. that and feel, feeling those things is like, geez, Matt, that's uh that's definitely bold. But speaking of mindset, even in an Instagram video, you had said that 
you know, you've got this now or never mindset. Can you give me an example, I guess, even of what that looks like for you? I fear not doing something and then looking back in a few years and just being like, I blew that opportunity. Like I had something in front of me that I could have done. Like it was really my fault that this thing didn't happen and there's nobody else to blame. Like that scenario, and that'll live in my head forever if that happened. But that's not just not how I live my life anymore. I live yeah, in a different mind frame. And everything's just now or never, really. Because I know, like I said in that video, I know I don't like go hard right now. My opportunity may just go away. Like all this stuff, the, the numbers, the trajectory going up and stuff like that, like that could go away. Like that goes away to for people all the time. But right now I'm in that shit. So I want to like get after it right now. And, and I know like certain things going on right now are super rare and not normal. <laughs> as far as like numbers and analytics and stuff go. And I just, I just realized that it's a good thing to do. And I've definitely seen a lot of people come and go. I've obviously had many highs and lows, even what yeah. I've done too. And I think that's, that's a good approach to have on it, right? Is like make the most of what you possibly can. Don't leave anything on the table with it. And something else that you had tweeted was talking about how you, you speak of yourself as a creator rather than a streamer. That was even a big reason we changed our show from becoming a streamer to becoming a creator because it is so much bigger for it in a lot of ways but what was some of your reasoning even yeah. behind that the thought of pigeonholing myself has always been something mm -hmm. that i just fear i guess i would never want somebody to just be like oh rob oh you mean like the streamer even people just calling me a gamer is weird to me <laughs> i was talking to people about this too recently like there's certain companies that think yeah he's a gamer or like they try to like categorize you as like a gamer when in reality dude like i work out probably more than i game gaming is like probably 20 percent of my life like I can go days without gaming and I don't even care. It's just one thing that I do love. Like oh, it's yeah. a huge part of my life and who I am and stuff, but it's just not like who I am. I want people to think of me and then see the other things that I can do and what I can provide or whatever. But as far as being a creator, I always embody that with being able to create a multitude of different types of content or being able to create like really anything. I've been doing yeah, photography for a while now. I'm pretty confident I can make a video. I can edit and design like all my own stuff. You know, if you need a video, you need me to be on video. You need me to record a video. You need me to edit a video, like whatever it is, just embodying. That's what I feel like embodies a true content creator, somebody that can just create the content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any means possible. And that's what's interesting about you too, is like, I see that in what you put out in your content too. You post all these shorts, all these videos that don't even like, maybe you're even talking about the game or whatever it is, but a lot of that's more commentary or even something else, but it doesn't even have gameplay on it. Like you very much no. embody what you're even talking about with that. I think there's definitely a lot of people that want to be seen outside of what they're even in that niche of. And a lot of people are going to only know you for the one thing that they've seen of you or whatever it is. Yeah. But the fact that you can pull success in all of these different areas and different platforms and like you're actually putting in the work to do those things to me that's like it's just a massive win yeah yeah i appreciate that a lot do. i think it's very cool i think one thing I, I try to do a lot too is to show different aspects of my life like yeah i'm a halo fan right mm -hmm. but you may see me playing halo or whatever but like even in the background of my stuff like you can see there's like shoes there's other stuff i'm interested in you know just other things so in my content like on my instagram for example it's not just all my TikTok skits. It's like a really in-depth look at my life. Like you can see every single different thing of my life. I just want to be able to relate to people. I feel like when you can relate to somebody, that's when you connect with them the most. And mm -hmm. I just try to put an emphasis on that as much as I possibly can. Well, even to what you were talking about with like putting up your my story on your YouTube video and encompassing that as like your main focus for the channel as people come to it yeah. and, and let people know more about you. You even mentioned you think that's something that all creators should have. At what point do you think 
people should even create something like that. I think a part of me made that because I got into the world of entrepreneurship and stuff when I was like, the first thing I ever did was paint Xboxes. I was 14 years old and I started a company called So Sick Customs. So for a long time, like I just, I guess I just thought I had a, enough time with entrepreneurship. I don't know. I just wanted to make a video about who I actually am. I just wouldn't want people to think I'm just this idiot on my TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. If I can get a whole group of people to know that, like, yeah, I'm into cars or something like that. You know what I mean? That is yeah. really valuable to me because I, I know what it's like to be the consumer and I learn something about somebody. I probably kind of reverse engineer like the content I consume and when I enjoy it, kind of study like why, why did I even like this kind of thing and try to like replicate that as much as I can. So that's probably what yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, it sounds like you're putting out what you would want to see. And that's why, you know, it, it's really interesting to just dive yeah. deeper in on that, man. It's, it's really, really cool. And especially because it is a different approach that you're taking by focusing on the shorter form content aspect and creating this, you know, to the point of like, Hey, here's this trending topic. People are making longer form videos or whatever about that. How do I make my spin off of that? And like, that's especially in where so many people say all of this is so oversaturated and possible. Like yeah. you're pulling insane. Like there's also more viewers than ever. And it's right. kind of like, but how do you differentiate from that? And I feel like, you know, it's just something that stood out even as I saw you pop it up on my feed. So yeah. thank you so much for joining, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, this is awesome, dude. I, I just, I love this type of content and interaction and stuff. So it's cool to like, it just hear behind this because it's not really always a place for it. Even the main content of what you're doing, or, you know, even if yeah. it's a, my story, video, you know, whatever, like it doesn't always come out well, or people want to see it or whatever. So I that's why we try and keep them a little bit more condensed, but yeah. yeah. You guys listening, you don't know Big Rob Energy, highly recommend. Check them out. YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all the platforms. Give them some love and check it out. Thanks again for joining, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Pipeline. I wanted you to meet a few members of the Pipeline community. My name's Chadwick. I've been streaming for a little over two years, been a member of Pipeline for that long as well. I joined Pipeline before I even ever started streaming, and I really do believe in it. I don't think I'd be anywhere close to where I am if I was even streaming at all, if not for everything I've learned here. Hey, I'm Nicknacks94, a Facebook gaming partner and a Pipeline member for eight months. Joining Pipeline gave me the chance to invest in my dream, to learn and build confidence, and really to become a better content creator but also to meet like-minded creators through the Discord community. Hey guys, I'm a moment with Alex, Pipeline member for just about two years. One of my favorite moments as a Pipeline community member is getting to listen to the mountains of knowledge that Stone and Snoop have in group mentorship sessions and being able to talk about it further with other community members live during those sessions. You heard it from our members first. If that resonates with you, I encourage you to sign up for a free trial with the link below. You can cancel at any time. This offer is a podcast exclusive. Consider this your invitation to level up as a creator. Be sure to like, comment, and rate the show. We love to hear from you. Happy streaming, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanted to just end this with a little bit of context on why we do what we do. We're former content creators ourselves, and we just really want to help as many content creators as we can. That's why we started Pipeline.gg. It's a platform where you can find other like-minded creators and learn from the pros who have already been there. Get step-by-step -step guidance so you can avoid all the mistakes that we made in the beginning. If you love the episode, there's going to be even more inside of Pipeline. So check it out. Head over to pipeline.gg.